welcome to the Life is Hard and God is Good podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. Thank you for joining me today. Recently, my friend and I were talking about our church has been going through the book of Hebrews, and I had realized that last week we went through Hebrews 10, which means that the next day was going to be Hebrews 11. So my friend and I were getting so excited about that because it's a great faith chapter, and it was just so awesome. And we were kind of talking about different characters that are in that chapter. And honestly, I had a very judgmental mindset about it. I was like, why is Samson in the great faith chapter? He's kind of not a great human. Like as a kid, you know, I would read stories about Samson and think he was this great Bible hero. But as I grew up and read the story, it, he wasn't he wasn't really a great character. And there's Rahab in the great faith chapter, and she's a, a prostitute. I was like, I don't understand why these people are, are in this chapter. I was just kind of very judgmental about it. The next day we go to church. Our pastor goes through the great faith chapter, talking about how these people in Hebrews 11 did not live a perfect life, but their faith was in our faithful God. I was very convicted because I don't live a perfect life life either. It's not about us living a life that is flawless. It's about who we put our faith in. It's about who we put our confidence in and that we try to follow him with our lives. In the same way, our stories are not always what we want our stories to be. You might have thought your story would be very different than how it has turned out. I know I definitely saw my life looking different than how it has turned out. We don't always get to choose that. Sometimes we make choices that lead us in these paths, but sometimes it just happens. But the good news is that God defines our stories. From the very beginning, from before the world began, He knew what your story would be. He knows that He is not done with you. He is still working in your life. If you still have the breath of life in you, He is still working. He is not done with you. God made us in his image. When he made the world, he said it was good. He made man, he said it's very good. But then we sin. We try to be wise in our own eyes. We take matters into our own hands and we mess up. But he made a way for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He makes us new, clean, pure. We are no longer the same. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. So if you're in Christ, you're no longer stuck in those ways. You are no longer the same. But Satan tries to lie about who you are, even though we know that we're not the same. In Colossians 3, it talks about how we we put to death the old and we put on the new. We put to death whatever belongs to your earthly nature, the sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, which is idolatry. But we want to clothe ourselves then as his chosen people, holy and dearly loved. We want to clothe ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with each other and forgiving one another just as Christ forgave us. That is who we are. When you are in Christ, you're being transformed from the old to the new, and you bear the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. But the devil likes to point out who we once were, the part of the story that is no longer reality. Because the reality of the story is that if you put your faith and trust in Jesus and he is your salvation, not by works that no one can boast, if you have put your faith in Jesus, you are destined to eternity with him, 
to experience glory beyond compare that will outweigh any of the weight of sin and hardship and pain in this life here on earth. That is the reality. The reality is that we have victory in Jesus Christ. The reality is that this world will pass away, but God's word will not pass away. Our confidence in him will not be shaken. But the devil likes to twist things around. He likes to show us the part of the story that isn't reality anymore. He likes to remind us of who we once were. Especially when you're being called to serve or you're called into something bigger, we can take a look at our lives and look at ourselves and see us as unqualified or that we shouldn't be able to do that because of who we were or what we've gone through. Satan will say that you're unworthy because you used to do this or people have rejected you. So why would you think you'd be able to do that? Why would you be accepted? Why would you be loved? Why would you be chosen for this if no one has ever chosen you? And you know what? He's right. It doesn't make sense. We have messed up. But we are chosen. We are made new. It's a miracle that we have a new story. The story that you once lived is not the story that you are living in right now. I want you to hold on to that so tightly. Bind it around your finger. Write it on your doorpost, something that I share with your friends, write it on your heart. Anytime the devil tries to remind you of who you once were, you can say, you're right. I once was lost. I was once so caught up in my sin. But by his grace, I was saved and I'm no longer the same. I am never going back to those ways, nor am I ever going to even dwell in these thoughts, but focus my mind on him who chose me, saved me and continues to make me new. He has big plans for me. He can use me for his glory in ways beyond my comprehension. My friends, in Revelation, we know that we can overcome. This is talking about how we triumph over the accuser, the devil, Satan. They triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Not by things they did, not because of who they were, but by the blood of the lamb because he is worthy and by the word of their testimony of how God has transformed them. That is how we overcome. You are clean. You are made pure. The sins that were once scarlet are now white as snow because of him. Not because of anything we've done. Not because of who we are. We messed up. But the good news, the gospel, is that his work was enough. The good news is that he is enough. And he is worthy. And he makes us brand new. And we are being transformed to be more like him day by day. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand on the throne of heaven. Your story is only defined by him. My friends, thank you for listening today to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. I hope this has encouraged you, and if it has, please share with your friends. Please rate and write reviews. Tell us how God is speaking to you. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group where we share updates as well as an Instagram page at the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. Tune in next week. May the Lord bless you and keep you.